Hey guys, welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kay. Now today I'm going to be speaking about the topic of overcoming the fear of failure. Now today's podcast is a little bit different as it is a visual podcast. You may be watching me on YouTube or listening on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, whichever takes your fancy. But I really felt that this was a very, very relevant topic and is a common theme that I've been speaking about on my Start Thriving series with various entrepreneurs that have been sharing their creative journeys and the struggles they've gone through as well as the highlights. I feel like when it does come to success or when you are on a journey to success, whatever success looks like in your eyes, there's often this common fear that we all have when it comes to failing. Now, of course, I'm not going to tell you right now that I like to fail because nobody likes to fail. I don't believe anyone enjoys failure, but I do feel like sometimes because we're so afraid to fail, we never start anything or we always just kind of stay in our comfort zone on what we know we're good at or what we know we're going to be quote unquote successful in. So I thought it'd be great today to kind of unpick this fear, where it comes from, in my opinion, my own experience with dealing with failure as well and how that has made me feel and how that has also influenced my decisions and get into the place that I am right now. So let's get into it. So I think one of the common things when it comes to failure is that we need to understand and something I've had to understand over the last two years is that failing doesn't make you a failure. I think for a lot of us, because we're so afraid of failing and what that looks like, especially failing publicly, Now, it's one thing to fail privately when no one knows about it, but failing publicly, I think that's one of the things we're we're commonly afraid of because you don't want everyone to know you failed. It's like back in the day, let's say you were in secondary school and you were getting your results. Um, If you failed and none of your friends knew you failed, of course, the failure in itself is still painful, but it's even more painful when everybody knows you failed. And for a lot of us, we kind of take that failure with us from school or college or university. We take that fa- that fear, sorry, of failing along with us into adult life. And I saw for myself, I've always been an academic person and achieving academically has always been important to me. I've never liked failing. I've always wanted to get the best grades I could possibly get. So if the highest grade is an A star, no, I'm aiming for the A star, even if I'm not going to get it. You know, for me, I've always been the kind of person that was ambitious, that would aim high. And I found that having that kind of desire and that sometimes when you label yourself as that anyway, or people label you as academic, it adds that extra level of pressure. And it also makes that fear even more magnetized because I knew, okay, I'm an academic person. When I then got to college and my grades were not the grades I wanted or believed I should have gotten, I felt very disappointed in myself. So just to give you some background, so... In college for my A-levels, A-levels is something we take in the UK, it's basically a two-year course. So I did my A-levels in chemistry, so in my first year, let me rephrase that. So in my first year, I did chemistry at A, what? AS level because I didn't continue it in my second year. I also did drama and theatre studies, sociology and psychology. At the time I really wanted to get into clinical psychology that was my interest, that was my passion that was in my five-year plan but of course as you can see I'm not doing psychology today but it's quite funny to see the similarities in what I do and how that links with people's behavior. So I guess in some way you could say I'm a you know a little bit kind of a psychologist, not really but I still am able to do something in that nature which I really did love. So anyways, back to the initial point is that that's what I studied. And in my mind, I wanted to leave college at that time with A's, at least AAB, you know, but that's not what I left with, but I will let you know in a moment. So 
first year now in chemistry. So in my chemistry GCSE, I got a B and I was quite disappointed. I got three Bs in my sciences. So B in physics, B in biology and B in chemistry. And I was really disappointed with that because I wanted to get triple A's. And then, especially when you're like a few marks after A and you're like, why didn't they just give me the A? But yeah, so I left feeling a little bit disappointed in myself because I wanted those triple A's, but it didn't happen. But anyway, so now when I started my chemistry um, A level, it was like, damn, you know, chemistry GCSE was hard, but <laughs> chemistry at AS level was a completely different ball game. So I finished my first year of college with a D in chemistry. Now for me, a D is a big old fail. So yes, I still passed my chemistry um, AS level, but it was like, I, I grinded for that D. I grinded real hard and I got a D. So I thought, yeah, we, we're dropping chemistry. It's not happening. And in the end, I left college with ACC. So I got an A in sociology. I got a C in psychology, which was the course I wanted to initially study. And I got a C in drama and theater studies. Now the burner with the psychology was that my last exam was the one that... <laughs> it didn't go so well. And it was disappointing because like I said to you at that time, that's what I wanted to study in university. And yeah, getting a C wasn't the end of the world, but for me, and because my goal and my, my aim initially was like, A, 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 like if I get a, anything less than it, even a B is like, mm, thank, we're thankful, we're grateful, but it's not really like I've made it, if that makes sense. So my academics was very, very important to me. And honestly, leaving college, it for me was embarrassing. You know, because anyone looked down on my grades, but for me and the standard I set for myself, I felt like I didn't reach my standard. So yeah, I left for the ACC. But anyways, long story short, I didn't go to university. Lots of things happened in between that. And I ended up going to university later on, but maybe in another podcast, I'll touch on that, but not today. So the point that I'm making is that the having that fear of failing or not reaching the mark that you set for yourself, it sometimes stops you from doing things that you don't feel you're good at or you don't feel you're as good at simply because you're afraid of getting things wrong. And one thing I had to kind of take a step back and I've learned with time, like I said earlier, is that failing doesn't make you a failure. I really, really want to emphasize on this point. And another thing as well, which I read in um, Think and Grow Rich, um, one of the points that it raised was that failure is not permanent. And it isn't. Failure is only permanent when you give up. And that's the problem. Sometimes you're afraid to fail, but you forget the fact that failing is normal. When you were a child and you were learning to walk, you felt. Even in school, when you had tests, I'm sure you did not get 100% on every single test that you had. I'm sure that there were some tests that you got some wrong. And in essence, you could say that you did fail. You know, the questions you got wrong were a failure, right? You didn't know the answer, but you didn't stop learning. You didn't stop studying or revising or, you know, bettering yourself simply because you didn't know everything. So I don't know why we take this very unrealistic idea in our minds that everything we do is going to be successful because it won't be, you know? And I feel like that's one of the things that because we don't accept it, we hold on to the fear and it causes us to make decisions very irrationally. There are so many people right now that have wonderful, amazing ideas, but they will do nothing about it because they're too afraid of failing. They're too afraid of failing publicly or even privately. And this is stopping you from moving forward in life. This is stopping you from walking into your purpose. This is stopping you from finding that career that you really, really want to pursue that you're going to enjoy. That won't even feel like a career. And that's the thing. So many of us, because of that fear of failure, we are not doing anything with our lives. 
when I say we're not doing anything, I don't mean that you're sitting at home watching TV. No. What I mean is that you're not pursuing the life you want to live. You're just going with the motions. You're just going with what aligns with your comfort zone. And another point that I really wanted to emphasize on is that failure is a part of success. It is. For you to learn anything, let's say you're learning a language, you are going to fail. You are going to say some words wrong. You're going to spell them wrong. You're going to pronounce them wrong. You're going to use them in the wrong context. But that is all a part of the process of learning. And that is one thing. If you right now struggle with the fear of failure, you have to rationally tell yourself this. Failure is a part of the journey to success. I have to remind myself of that because I have had the fear of failing. I've had the fear of, you know, for example, this time last year when I left my job and it was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do next? You know, it's a lockdown. How am I going to find a new job? What am I going to do next? Like I went through that cycle of, oh my gosh, did I make the right decision? Oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? I don't want to be a failure. I don't want to be a failure. And again, I was concealing the fact I left my job. I didn't want everyone to know because it's like, I don't want people to judge me. I don't want people to think I'm a failure. You know, I just left my job and now I'm kind of like stuck, quote unquote. But in hindsight, now that I can look back on it and I feel like everything in life makes more sense in hindsight. That's why if you don't understand something in that moment, it is not the end of the world. At some point, the answer will be revealed, whether it's in this life or the next. But eventually, what is in the dark will always come to light. That's what I strongly believe. So again, going back to what I was saying, at that time, I was very much like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Because again, I didn't want to fail. I didn't leave my job thinking I'm not going to be able to find anything else. I had a plan. I'm going to leave and I'm going to find out something else in another field, which eventually did happen, you know, setting up my own coaching business. And even when I look back, I just feel like everything that happened really did align and it happened for a reason. And I'm so grateful for the job I hated. <laughs> I am. I will never, you know, speak negatively of it because there were, there were things I learned in that job. There were um, talents that I had and strengths that I had that I didn't recognize that I had at the time because I was in that moment I was in my feelings I was stressed I was burnt out and I didn't there was a lot of things I wasn't seeing clearly but being removed from that situation and being able to then reflect back on that I was able to identify all so many things that I learned first and foremost in that job from the experience in itself and also things and qualities that I identified in myself like whoa I never knew I could do that I never knew I was good at that I was coaching in my last job Um, It was a skill I had. It was a skill I needed to utilize. As a manager, coaching is important. But I would have never thought, okay, I'm now going to become a finance coach. But all of those decisions aligned. And going back to the failure, when I initially decided to pursue this business, one of the fears that I had was failing. What if I fail? And I remember when I posted a video, this was mid-June 2020, I will never forget. Um, I posted a video on my Instagram just talking about what I was doing in my previous career and what I would be doing in my coaching business. And when I tell you guys, I posted that video, I ran and left my phone. (laughs) And the funny thing was when I checked it, because I had social media, but I only used it personally. So I had about 300 followers at the time. So I had never received so much love on any post that I posted, okay? You know, I remember there were so many people sharing. I I never had that with any of my content before because like I said, I was just posting for myself. And even my Instagram, I think, was private, but I'd made it open when I made that post. But yeah, people were sharing it. People were commenting like, go girl, this sounds so good. Oh my gosh, I can relate to what you said in that video. People started to email me. I'd also shared the video on Facebook. People on Facebook started to share that too. And I was having people from different countries messaging me like, oh my gosh, I can relate to your video. I want to book a session with you. And I was like, oh my gosh, what, what, what is going on right here? Like, I don't understand this. And when I look back now, coming up to 10 months later since that video, and since I started the business, 
I just think what would have happened if I allowed the fear of failure to hold me back? The milestones that I've had in my business over the last 10 months, it blows my mind at times. You know, just over a week ago, I delivered a finance workshop along with a organization called the Nail Power Collective. And I was basically sharing content on finance, well, business finance essentially, and budgeting for your business. Now, if you would have told me a year ago that I would be doing that, I'd be like, no. Yes, I worked in business. I managed the dental service line where I worked. And I'd been doing that for a number of years. But if anyone had told me that I would be speaking to other entrepreneurs, teaching them how to manage their finances in their business, I'd have been like, yeah, I don't believe you, you know? But again, it just shows what happens when we face our fears. So yes, I had that fear of what if my business fails? If it fails, if it doesn't work, what if nobody books a session with me? I never had doubts about what I could offer or whether, you know, my service would be useful to other people. My main doubt was, would people be willing to pay for this? I knew it had the value, I knew it'd be useful, but would people see the value and be willing to pay for that? And that was my fear. And it was like, okay, if I've put my business out so publicly, if I fail, it's gonna be public. People are gonna know. And again, when you put something out there, people are gonna ask you, how's the business going? How are things going? You know, and for me, that fear of, oh my gosh, but what if things aren't going well? Now, when people ask me and be like, oh, um, it's okay. You know, I didn't want that. But even so, I pushed past the fear. And going on to my next point, learn from your failures. Don't allow them to deter you. Actually, let me rephrase that. So what I actually wrote was learn from your failures. Don't be deterred by them. So even if you have started a career journey before and it didn't turn out how you wanted to, you started a business before that later failed and it didn't come out how you wanted to, or you were in relationships, maybe in relationships, that's the area that you feel like you've been failing. Don't allow those failures to deter you, learn from them. One thing I've learned in life is always reflect, always look back on what went wrong and what could I have done differently. And if you say there's nothing I could have done differently, what did you learn? from that situation. That is the key. The problem is sometimes we keep going through the same problems over and over and over and over again, but we're not learning anything because we're possessing that victim mentality. We're just feeling like life is happening to me. I just have bad luck. Oh, you know, the bad cards or God is punishing me. No, what can you learn from it? What can you learn from that situation that you are currently in? I think that is so important. And so many times we miss out on valuable life lessons because we're too busy feeling sorry for ourselves, too busy complaining, too busy blaming everyone for our problems, but not recognizing what we can actually learn and change and utilize to grow from that situation. And I think that is very important. So coming to my next point, when we allow the fear of failure to influence us, that fear holds us as a prisoner. And I'll repeat that. When we allow the fear of failing to influence us, we hold ourselves prisoner to that fear of failing. And so many people right now, you're, you're, you're a prisoner to fear. Like fear is holding you captive and you are a prisoner to that fear. You know, let's say you're afraid of dogs. Every time you see dogs, you start running. <laughs> you are a prisoner to that fear of dogs that you have. And sometimes the fear that we have is failing. You are a prisoner to that. And as a result, you're allowing it to influence your decisions in life. You're allowing it to deter you from pursuing things that you really want to do. But you're kind of like, oh, but what if it doesn't work? But what if it does work? And even if it doesn't work, is your life going to stop? Is your life going to be over? No, it won't. You know, it may feel like it in that moment, but life will go on. And if I've learned nothing in 2021 is that life is short. 
We say all the time, you know, when someone passes away, we say life is short. And in that temporary moment, we feel like we're invincible and we're like, yeah, I'm going to take hold of every opportunity. I'm going to pursue everything I want to. But then after the feeling of that motivation goes, you go back to the same cycle of allowing those fears to hold you back. So I've come to a place in my life where I no longer fear failure. Do I like failure? Oh, hell no. I don't. I don't like failing. I hate to fail. However, I've come to a stage in life where I'm learning to embrace failure. If I fail, I can use that failure to encourage someone else. If I fail, I can learn what went wrong. I can learn, okay, this didn't work, so I'm not going to waste my time doing that again. Or maybe I could have done this differently. I've learned to be reflective of my failures instead of allowing them to hold me prisoner. And I hope that makes a lot of sense for you guys too. But like I said, don't allow the fear to hold you back. And to be honest, let's be real. Having the fear is natural. It's normal. But you shouldn't allow it to hold you back. So instead of running away from failure, when it comes, embrace it. Okay, I failed. But what can I learn from this? How can I use this to make me a better person? How can I use this to make me a better parent? How can I use this to make me a better friend, daughter, husband, worker, business owner, leader, whatever title you have, child, (laughs) whatever, whatever your title, how can you use that failure to make you better? And that is so important. Sometimes because of the fear, we're not thinking rationally. And whenever we're in our feelings, we're never thinking rationally. Let's just be really real about that. But when we take a moment to step back from the feelings and really just analyze like, okay, you know, I didn't actually work as hard as I could have. Or there were certain things I didn't know. And maybe if I'd gotten a mentor or a coach or maybe if I'd taken that course or paid a bit more attention to the advice I received, I would have done better. So reflect on your failures. Like I said, learn from them and keep it moving. It's not the end of the world. Don't allow them to hold you back. And one thing I'd say is that In order to overcome a fear, you have to face it. There is no shortcut. If you're afraid of failing, praying is not going to remove the fear. Meditating is not going to remove the fear. Affirmations is not going to remove the fear. The only way for you to overcome a fear of anything is to face it. If I'm afraid of dogs, I can look at pictures of dogs and say, oh, they're so cute. But when I see that dog in real life, I'm going to have to decide whether I'm going to flee my fear or whether I'm going to face it. And this is a decision we all have to come to in life. Are you going to keep fleeing your failures? Are you going to keep fleeing your um, fears? <laughs> That's the word I meant to say. Are you going to keep fleeing your fears? Or are you going to face them? And I had to decide last year in 2020, I'm going to face my fear. If I fail in this business, okay, I'll know it didn't work. And I'll move on to something else. But by me facing and putting myself to the forefront, When this business succeeds as it has been succeeding and it's just the beginning, it's not even been a year, I'm going to be able to look back and say, wow, look what happens when you face your fear. Now, I hope that you guys found this podcast, this video useful, but like I said, there's no shortcut to it. You know, there is no shortcut. It isn't just say this prayer seven times a day and all your fears will go away. We are always going to be faced with fear. And that's okay. It's a part of life. But the key is not allowing fear to hold you a prisoner. And if you're someone that says that you have faith, whether it's in Jesus or wherever your faith is in, I'm not here to convince you otherwise. I feel like faith is something that you need to be convicted of, whatever your faith is. But if you are someone that says you live by faith, 
you cannot allow fear to mix in with that faith because anything that's mixing in with the faith is no longer faith anymore. It's emotion. But definitely ensure that, you know what, live by faith. That's one thing I do. I live by faith in Jesus. Whether you agree, whether you, whatever you believe about Jesus, it doesn't even matter. It's not that kind of video. But my point is I live by faith. And that means that even if I'm feeling fearful, even if I'm feeling anxious, worried, or is this going to work? I go back to my faith. My faith is my foundation. And that's what gives me the courage and the boldness to record YouTube videos that even though I'm not getting thousands of views or, you know, my podcast is not getting millions of streams or it's not monetized or whatever. It gives me the courage to keep pushing because my vision and my purpose is all about impact. And for me, if I'm making, if I'm making an impact, even if I'm impacting one person, I'm not failing. I'm succeeding in what God has called me to do. I'm succeeding in my purpose. And that's the most important thing for me. And I think, again, just to wrap up today's podcast, pursue purpose, not acceptance of people, because the acceptance of people will only get you so far. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to today's podcast. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, do give us a rating, leave a review. It really does help the podcast to get ranked so more people can actually listen to the podcast that I put out every single week. So I hope that you've enjoyed it and I will be back with you guys next week, Thursday. Have a great rest of your week. Take care.